You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills, and I'm on a one-woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20-year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much was being sourced overseas, and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that are still making in the UK. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in Britain, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be chatting to inspiring British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering advice to product-based businesses that make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode number 260 of the Make It British podcast. So today I want to talk to you about some of the hidden costs of manufacturing, particularly if you're manufacturing a product in the UK, and how you can avoid those hidden costs. So there's five different things here, which I find many people overspend on, or the costs run out of control when they're not expecting them. And most of them are easily avoidable. When we work with our clients in our British Brand Accelerator program, these are the things that we help them to focus on to make sure that they don't let these costs spiral out of control. Because if you're making a product in the UK, making any sort of product, whether you're starting out or whether you're an existing business, it's all too easy to let costs spiral out of control. So I'm going to go through five hidden costs of the manufacturing side of having a product-based business. I've actually got a whole blog post article which covers, I think it's 25 different things that are the costs associated with starting a brand that's made in the UK. So some of the hidden costs I'm going to cover today are included in that article, but there's lots of other different areas as well, not just manufacturing. It includes uh, the likely cost and how much you might spend in each particular area when you're starting something new, when you're starting a new brand. So it's well worth checking that out. I'm going to put the link in the show notes of this podcast so that you can go and read the rest of that article if you are interested in finding out more about all the different costs that can be involved in starting a brand. But today we're particularly talking about the hidden manufacturing costs. Right, so number one in the hidden costs that can occur when you're manufacturing a product is buying too much stock. Now, I heard a bit of a horror story recently, and I'm not going to name the person involved, but they ordered from, uh, they were a startup brand, and they ordered from just one manufacturer, and they placed an order that was costing them over £100,000. Now, no small business making in the UK should have to place that big an order, particularly when they're first starting out. It's just craziness. Now, part of the reason that this often happens ordering too much stock, it's not necessarily manufacturer's minimum order quantities. What you'll often find is it's making your collection or your range of products too complicated. So you've got too many different items. You've got maybe too many different sizes or colors. And maybe because of the minimum order quantities on the colors that you want, because the colors have to be created specially for you, it can soon ramp up to like hundreds, if not thousands of pieces. And depending on what the cost of each individual piece is, you can soon find you're placing an order which is in the tens of thousands, or in this case, over a hundred thousand, like a six figure sum on stock. 
Now, one of the advantages of making in the UK is that you shouldn't have to order a huge quantity of stock. I'd recommend ordering as little as possible when you first place an order, when you first start out or you're first testing a new product. Buy as little as you possibly can. See how your customers and your ideal customers, how they react to it. If it sells, you can always go back to, for more. The good thing about making in the UK is you haven't got huge long lead times. So you don't have to buy huge quantities of stock and you shouldn't be doing that because stock and having too much stock and having all your cash tied up in stock is a real killer of small businesses and you don't want to do that. What if you buy something and you find out that the fit isn't great or the color, people hate the color or there's something wrong with the raw materials that you've chosen and it just doesn't go down well and you're left with tons of stock that you can't sell. So I'd always recommend getting the minimum viable product, as they call it, the MVP out there of anything you're producing in a smaller quantity as possible to test it. You can test it and then repeat it and go back for more if it works. So don't make that mistake and spend too much money on stock up front, particularly if you're making the in the UK. So that's hidden cost number one. Hidden cost number two is spending too much money on raw materials. So that often occurs if you, firstly, if you have ordered something that's in a bespoke color and you need to get it dyed in your bespoke color. So try and avoid doing bespoke colors if you possibly can. Try and find raw materials that are available in the colors that you want, or maybe make some exceptions and choose a color which is not absolutely perfect, but is good enough for your first trial of this product. So you don't have to invest a lot of money in your raw materials. The other reason people often find they have to spend a lot of money on raw materials is because there are high minimum order quantities, particularly if you're buying directly, like if it's a fabric and you're buying it directly from a mill, they may have quite a high MOQ. Now in that instance, I would recommend if you can find a wholesaler or find a similar fabric that you can buy in smaller quantities, it might not be perfect, but it's good enough to test it out. I'd recommend doing that. It's definitely better to invest less up less upfront in raw materials than buying too much and having it all sitting around. You might have to pay to store it somewhere. You certainly don't want to be doing that. So try and keep the amount of raw materials that you order to a minimum when you're first ordering or when you're first doing a new product. And the same applies to any brand labels or any care labels that you're producing. It's really easy when you get a quote from a manufacturer for labels to see the different price, price breaks and to see how much the price goes down the more you order. And it does go down significantly in the case of things like labels. But don't be tempted to order thousands of labels. I have seen businesses that have decided to change their logo, who realized that what they've put on the care label they no long, is no longer relevant. Maybe the way it's being washed, maybe the fiber composition, maybe even the country in which the product is produced. And then they have to do all the labels all over again. So that first batch of labels, which they ordered thousands of in order to get the lowest possible price, then ended up having to go in the bin or in a dusty box somewhere and not be used. So don't make that mistake and spend a lot of money on labels up front either until you know that you're going to use them because you may not. The next hidden cost and the thing that can really ramp up your costs when you're producing products is oversampling. Now, most UK manufacturers, particularly when it comes to fashion and textiles, will charge you for sampling. And there's a reason that they do this. It's mainly because 
over the last two or three decades, when a lot of production went overseas, they got their fingers really badly burnt. They got people using them as sample houses, making the samples here in the UK and not placing the production order with the manufacturer in the UK. Instead, placing the production somewhere overseas. So the UK manufacturers lost out significantly if they made the samples for free. So more often than not, they'll charge you for samples up front. Some of them may refund your sample costs once you place a production order with them, but that's not always a given. So you want to try and keep your sampling costs as low as you possibly can. And that means being organized, giving clear instructions to the manufacturer so that when they do produce that sample, it's pretty much right first time. So that means making sure you've got a tech pack that's really good and really clear. And we work with our clients to make sure that those tech packs are really good so that when a manufacturer gets them, the sample is right first time. If you give a manufacturer unclear instructions, you only get back as good as you, as you put in. So don't leave it open to interpretation and for them potentially getting something wrong and having to resample. Try and make sure that the instructions you give them are so clear that the first sample they make is the right sample. You may also think it would save you some money by going to a sample machinist or an individual who can make those first samples for you. Now, in some instances, that can be good. That can be really useful if you first want to visualize something. But chances are you're going to have to get the manufacturer to remake that sample for you. They're going to want to do that because they'll remake the sample so they can time how long it takes them to make. They can check that they're making it, that, they're, that they can make it, that their um, staff can make it correctly. They'll want you to sign that off. That's your contract with them. And they'll also use that sample they make for you as a way of costing. Generally, they won't give you a final cost price until they have made that pre-production sample for you. So you may think you're saving some money by getting someone else to make a sample and not the factory, but it may mean you're doubling up on your sample costs. And then also the other reason that sample costs can be high is changing your mind and changing the design of something once you've seen the first sample. It's really easy to do. It's like, oh, I can't visualize what it's gonna look like. I'm just gonna get it made and then I'll like it. If I see it and I like it, then it's fine, I'll place the order. But so many times factories see designers designing a product, getting the sample made, and then changing their mind and redesigning it. And of course, that's not their fault that you've decided to redesign it. So there's going to be a cost involved of remaking a new sample. So if you possibly can, try and avoid getting into that situation. Of course, not all designs come out perfect first time, but just try and avoid constantly changing your mind about things and changing designs because it can cost you a lot of money in samples when you keep changing things. Also, if you do need to change something, make sure you get a quote for how much it's going to cost before they start making the changes and doing the work. With all sampling, ask up front how much it's going to cost. Get an estimate for what your sampling charges will be. So you aren't surprised when you get the bill at the end and it's taken a long time. And also bear in mind, that a manufacturer is probably going to charge you at least double of production costs to make that sample for you. So it's going to be an expensive part of your whole sample and development process. So try and keep the cost to a minimum by not changing your mind, giving clear instructions and getting some indication about cost up front so you don't get a nasty surprise. Are you ready to finally master your manufacturing and create profitable UK made products? 
If so, I've got an exclusive training just for you. This training is for businesses that make in the UK or want to and who are interested in working with me in our British Brand Accelerator for creative small business owners who want to develop and sell profitable UK-made products. If your application is accepted, you'll receive a copy of my exclusive free private training on how to develop profitable UK-made products with ease. In the training, I go through my exact three-part framework that we use to help our clients successfully launch and grow their UK-made brands. And I'll show you exactly how it works along with all kinds of examples. I'll also explain everything you need to know about the Accelerator to ensure that we can truly help you to get the results that you're looking for. To apply for an invite to the British Brand Accelerator and get a copy of the training, go to katehills.co.uk forward slash apply. So number four in the hidden costs of manufacturing is getting your quality right. And there is time and cost involved in this. A factory will have a certain amount of quality control on site. But I always recommend to all of our clients that they go to a factory when their production is being made and they check it's being made to the standard that they're expecting. And the reason you do that and the reason that that keeps your costs down is if you get your production sent to you, you've already paid for all of it. And then somewhere later down the line, you unpack some boxes and realize there are some quality issues. It's potentially too late to get that issue fixed for free. But also you've got the logistics costs of actually getting the products back to the factory for them to correct it. So it's definitely a case of a stitch in time saves nine. Go to the factory, see the order, inspect it all, check it all before it leaves. So that if there are any issues in the quality that do arise, you can have a face to face conversation with the manufacturer there and then work out how they're going to put it right and hopefully save everyone a whole lot of time and particularly for you, a whole lot of cost. If you don't feel confident in managing the quality control of your products and you're not quite sure what it is you're looking for when you go and do an inspection, you can hire a third party individual who's a specialist in quality control who will do that for you. But you will have to then pay them a day rate or a set fee to go and do the quality inspection for you. So just bear that in mind. So that may be another hidden cost that you haven't accounted for. And then finally, hidden cost number five, which you may not have thought of, is actually logistics and the cost of getting your products and your raw materials to the factory and then your products from the factory to you, to wherever you're going to store them. The cost of couriers, shipping, duty, if you're bringing raw materials in from overseas, it can all really ramp up. I know of an instance where someone ordered fabric from Europe and by the time it was landed at the factory and they paid duty and shipping, it had almost doubled the price per meter of the fabric. So always make sure you've accounted for the cost of logistics of moving things around. So that includes everything from your trims, your packaging that might need to go for the to the factory for the pack factory to package things up for you. It could include um, maybe something you're having printed or embroidered that needs to leave the factory and then go back in again. Moving things around within supply chains has all got an additional cost. Of course, that's the advantage of making in the UK. And if you can source as many of your raw materials from the UK, they haven't got so far to travel. But 
you've still got some costs involved. Even if you personally are going to go to the factory and pick everything up and ship it all around, there's still the cost of your time in doing that. So make sure you've accounted for the cost of logistics. Otherwise, that hidden cost is going to really catch you out. Also make sure you ask all of your suppliers and your factories who's covering the cost of logistics. Chances are it's going to be you, but make sure you know who it is, who they're using, how they're shipping it to you, and how much it's going to cost in advance. That way you won't get any nasty surprises. So those are five of the hidden costs that are associated with manufacturing a product. So you've got stock, raw materials, oversampling, quality control, and logistics. Now, if you want to find out what all the other things are that can be involved in starting a product-based business and the costs that might be involved, there's 25 of them, I think, I've done a blog post for you. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes so that you can find that article and you can check it out. And I've given an indication of what the potential cost could be for each one of those. So thank you very much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I'm not going to be making any more podcasts for the next two or three weeks. The reason for that is I have got my book manuscript to finish. It's touch and go. I've started it back in January. And if I don't knuckle down and spend some time doing it, it's not going to happen. Okay, so a podcast every week takes me quite a few hours to put together. And I figured that time right now needs to be spent in writing my book. But the good news is there's a back catalogue of 259 episodes plus this one for you to listen to if you need to get your Make It British podcast fix over the next few weeks. And I've got a private podcast as well called British Brand Bedrock, which has 30 of the most commonly asked questions of us at Make It British. And I answer each one of those questions If you subscribe to the private podcast feed, it pops into your inbox every day for 30 days, full of tips and advice for making in the UK. So I'd recommend going to subscribe to that one as well. And I'll be back here in your favourite podcast app in the next few weeks. Shouldn't be long, I will be back. So hope to see you then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.